the original space I started it and then a few seconds later it literally kicked me out I tried to reconnect three times and it basically then said it ended I tried that again same thing so instead I did my phone a hard reset and it's taken me about 15 to 20 minutes to get back to some semblance of it working again which is a bit of a shame but um Anyway, not to worry. I can understand if no one's here now, because obviously it has started substantially later than was originally advertised. And indeed, this is not the version that uh, people would have in their links. So I will at least do a, a little five to ten minute monologue if if no one if no one joins. Obviously, an exciting time in the markets, and, and we're really seeing you know several coins starting to reemerge. Very excited about Kajira and uh, huge thanks to uh, Andre Moon for pointing that out or rather helping I should say um, when I was struggling to work out how to purchase. So yeah, we will we will see um, if that's perhaps the first bloom of spring for the new uh, bull run. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to pause now and I'm going to see if anyone joins. Um, certainly, I will um, not talk for too long. Um, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's filling dead air, which I'm quite good at. But equally, um, it may just be that this has been a bit of a, a rug disaster, which does sometimes happen with these spaces. It's the uh, first time it's done this with for me for a long time. Um, but, um, but there you go. What I'll do is I'll probably repost this link to the main um, one that's obviously rugged out. So that's now reposted. We'll see what happens. And uh, yes, this may may yet be one <laughs> not to chalk up for the record books, unfortunately. But never mind; these things do sometimes happen. Um, but at least my phone's had a hard reset. Seems a lot better. Uh, it kept coming up with uh, comments around um, engineering issues with um, with uh, X. So. Clearly, some gremlins around, and perhaps that's uh, that's meaning why that's explaining why we're not able to get um, a lot of traction on uh, things moving tonight. Um, I will certainly message uh, Bobbles and see if they're able to join, and uh, take it from there. Uh, interesting. Uh, <clears throat> maybe there are more general, widespread problems. I will certainly do one more check before signing off and writing off. At half past. Oh, whilst I wait to see if anyone wants to join, quite interesting watching uh, uh, Tottenham Hotspur, who are currently top of the Premier League, imploding. Two sendings off in a game. So that's the latest on crypto, but um, uh, certainly uh, keeping me entertained whilst uh, 
Things are getting moving. Aha! Great to see. Oh, sorry for a second. You've, you've dropped off. I wonder if there is a general issue tonight with uh, Space's performance. Certainly, I'm having a lot of fun and not many many successes with the uh, Spaces tonight. I can see, I see Bobbles are back. Um, let me just see if I can actually do anything. Um, excellent. Okay, let's get this done. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. There's probably a lot of um, general me rambling for about 10 or 15 minutes of the space because uh, I tried to start the space mm. at uh, 9 o'clock on the, on the dot and it insta-rugged. It, it yeah. came up and said I need to reconnect. I reconnected and it wouldn't. And it kept, you know, that page where it says, do you want to invite anyone or skip? Yeah. So, of course, I clicked skip, went in, and, and the whole whole app crashed twice. I then rebooted my phone, having restarted the space twice with the, with the, the same name and a, a new iteration. And then I just found myself saying, right, I was going to do a quick monologue for five minutes about how the market's picking up and how well Kijira is going. And then I started talking about Tottenham versus uh, Chelsea because it's on the TV in the background and I can see Tottenham are down to nine men. So clearly not crypto. Um, but um, so God knows what anyone will make listen, listen to a transcript of this at a later time. Uh, but yes, I think unfortunately, because the, the spaces would have normally started at nine, I guess people probably tried to get in and thought, oh, it's not working uh, and binned it off. It did say on the aborted one that four, four people had tried to join. So I obviously couldn't get in to start it. So I don't know what was going on. So Elon's gremlins, I've posted something up in a separate thread about the error messages that were coming up. Um, but anyway, not to worry. Um, how's the word of bubbles? Obviously, we're not far off um, the mint now, I suppose. A couple of weeks' time? Yeah, it's pretty good. A couple of weeks, I think. Uh, initially, it was. they gave me a date of the 17th of November about a week ago, which which made it pretty tight in terms of getting the marketing done. But we're going pretty, we're going great guns. So we're going pretty well. Um, I kept the date. I just thought, you know, actually, why why not? I'll, I'll just do it and I'll just put the hours in and just see how it goes. And yeah, it's going really well. I think there's a lot of interest. It's blowing up today, in particular today. I don't know why. Um, I put some content out today. I'm, I'm doing the, uh, you know, the app. I put a first come, first serve whitelist application on the website. I just decided to do it that way with, Twitter, Twitter IDs and stuff and just sort of uh, allow people to have an opportunity to just jump on the site and just apply for the whitelist if, they, if they're interested in the project as opposed to just doing it all through partner projects which um, well I don't know it's, it's been alright partner projects in the past but I think sometimes when you're given tw 20 or 30 slots away at once um, you don't always know how many are going to the team and there's no way to actually there's no way to control that, is there? So I think from my point of view, I just wanted to make sure that there was a, as many individuals as possible getting a shout, you know, getting an opportunity. But it's going good, mate. I just jumped out of a space, actually, on Polygon. It's been a really big space in there, massive, um, probably close to 70-odd people in there. Massive space. And I had an opportunity to speak over there. And a lot of the people that support us as baby balls on that chain and support the Claytopian development um, are coming over to Stargaze to Mint. So, yeah, really cool. Really good stuff. Oh, that's, that's really good news. I mean, certainly uh, 
because um, I had my rugging issues, I, I kind of missed various other things that were happening. But no, that sounds like an excellent space. I normally join um, Dave Swim- Swimbank's uh, space on a Monday as well, but couldn't get into that. So I think maybe the issue is my end. But um, but no, I mean, I think in terms of actually having a whitelist policy where you encourage people to go in directly and then register as individuals rather than, as you say, that kind of block treatment. So there's, t- there's two, I mean, obviously there's, there's a positive to, to block treatment. And that is that a project will really push and support and say, get behind the mint. But actually the negative is, uh, I can see the one negative you've identified there that is the potential you don't, you don't know, you know, what's going to genuine members of their community versus team members, which of course can happen. But the second part as well, I've experienced this in the past, is when there's kind of like a big, you know, do this white list, win a white list, and then say, 50 people are given a whitelist. How many of those people really have an intent to mint as opposed to happen to be active members of their community? So you might argue that you give away, let's say, 50 whitelist spots to Project A, where Project A is you know, one of the big, big hitting projects. But you might find that of the 50 whitelist spots, because of actual interest that people may have, you might only get maybe 28 of them with serious intent to, to mint. Um, it, it's an interesting one. It's a balance. It's always a balance with these things. Um, but yeah, individuals coming in and expressing interest is great. And I think as well, using the kind of the positive legacy of, of um, baby bulls and that general environment. Plus, I do genuinely think, and when I was talking to myself earlier, I was saying this, that we are now, I believe at the start of the bull market, we've certainly seen some significant positive steps forward. Kajira being one that um, that I mentioned, and also some of the the um, the Cosmos chain um, uh, areas are moving forward. Atom has been steadily increasing, even Juno, which frankly I wondered whether that would bounce back or not, um, has jumped up significantly in the last few days. Of course, there's lots of others if you look at the wider market. I mean, the um, there's, there's a lot of the kind of the, the legacy uh, blue chip coins have certainly put on a few percentage points over the last sort of 10 to 12 days. Um, and even some of the really atrociously bad no, no use case coins that we all know and sort of smile at um, are coming back from the dead. So uh, this this feels for me all the all the hallmarks of money coming back into the market and confidence coming back into the market. Uh, but, but going back to bobbles, um, I will I will get onto the web, website shortly myself and get myself registered. Um, as, as you probably know, um, I have a, a day job as well, so I didn't finish that until about 7 p.m. my time, and I've had sort of the last. Um, probably a couple of hours trying to, uh, probably not the last couple of hours, but certainly the last hour trying to get the tech behaving. Um, the trouble is you don't fully know that it's a problem at your end until you try and start a space as opposed to trying to join one. But there we go. Anyway, sorry, a, a classic uh, monologue there. <laughs> um, and hopefully, as always, <laughs> someone, someone might want to listen to this afterwards. You never know. You never know, do you? You never know. I was just thinking it might be an idea for you to reach out perhaps to someone like Stargaze Zone and just uh, ask them if they, you know, are looking for someone to partner with on, on an official space, you know, because the one thing that I've noticed, the only thing I've noticed being in the Cosmos, uh, let's say, ecosystem, the Cosmos uh, ecosystem, <laughs> everyone says that. And I'm like, I try not to say, I don't know why, I just try not to say ecosystem because everyone seems to say it. But anyway, um, the only thing I would say about being involved back in that space over the last kind of you know, how long we've we been building bubbles over there really probably about 
um, three weeks, three or four. So not too long. Right? Well, a, an age in crypto in crypto time. But um, is that there's very and I don't want to say this is a recorded space and I don't want to don't want them to feel like I'm, I'm I'm putting them down. But because I'm not at all, because they're doing a great deal of things in the space in terms of development, technological breakthroughs. And they've just brought USDC minting. And now you can mint in USK, um, the Kajira native stablecoin on um, on Stargate Zone. So something we're really considering for our mint, actually, even today, we we had, I had made the decision that we we're going to mint in stars just to support their ecosystem. And then there you go, ecosystem again. But then, um, and then I, I start. I heard a rumor that they had integrated uh, the possibility of minting in USK. Um, and yeah, I'm toying with the idea, toying with the idea. But no, going back to my point, my point was like, have, have you ever thought about maybe reaching out to uh, to the team there, to Sean or someone who's saying, look, do you, you know, do, do you want an official, you know, Stargaze Spaces once a week or something? Because I, I can't find one. I don't know if they actually do. It would be awesome to have one. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. I mean, uh, one, one thing that, again, obviously it's recorded and I don't suspect many people will listen. I know a few do. But uh, what... What I was going to mention myself was that um, I have been asked to uh, get involved in, in a couple of uh, regular spaces, which um, I'll be looking to do over the next um, few weeks. Not um, not Stargaze, though. This would be more mm. kind of general um, educational and NFTs. Uh, discussion NFT spaces. So I'm just wondering, yeah, that's not a bad shout. Uh, there's no harm in me asking. Um, perhaps, mm. um, you know, if, if you want to send me some uh, contact uh, Twitter or mm -hmm. similar. Sorry, you're not allowed to call it Twitter anymore. X addresses. Um, <laughs> then I'm sure I can reach out to someone within within the uh, within the stargaze. Um, what do I call it? I actually call them spaces as opposed to uh, as in the space, the crypto space, as it were. But I get mm -hmm. what you mean about ecosystem. I mean, the ecosystem kind of makes sense because it is all interconnected um, mm -hmm. yeah, activities. Yeah. But yes, it's tricky because when I say space, I think oh, I don't mean space. Spaces. I mean, space, and uh, that can yeah. get confusing of its own right as well. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. By, by all means, um, uh, if you want to point me in mm. any directions you care to, to be kind enough to do so, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll certainly, or, or even facilitate an intro. I'll, I'll be more than happy to have a chat and see if anyone wants to to do um, a regular, if you like, official spaces. Because obviously, these these sessions that I've done now, on and off over the last what probably two to three years, uh, they. They gained their own momentum, I guess, in, in the in the terror days because obviously I was very synonymous with that chain. But in the new world, um, I'm obviously just one voice in, in many thousands. So understanding uh, and getting that traction is not as easy. And I think as well, because I've not consciously gone and marketed myself, and I had a good chat to a couple of people about this recently, um, yeah, maybe I need to think more about that, not in any kind of, kind of mercenary sense, because a lot of what I do is very much because I enjoy doing what I do, but it would be nice to get more um, names uh, aware and people listening. Therefore, it kind of builds its own momentum or rebuilds its own momentum from where we were before. So, yeah, it's what, one for me to think about, I think, as well. So, no, thank you for that. Um, Sorry, yeah, we did pre I briefly saw Sparrow there, and I was going to get excited because mm -hmm. we had uh, an extra person that they might rejoin. I did notice as well when you joined, you dropped off you dropped and dropped back in. So I don't know if there are some technical gremlins in the air tonight. Okay, it was strange. I joined and then I couldn't see myself. So I left and joined again and then I appeared. So yeah, it was just one of those things. But, um, but yeah, 
It's all good. I'll, I'll, I'll have a chat with the guys, um, a couple of guys on the team, and just put the case forward. Um, you know, I'll just yeah, I'll just put the case forward and 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 suggest the introduction, and let's see what they say. Now, I do think the space needs it. It's you know, I'm, it's I think it's more of a, a, a something that I've noticed. You know, that I've seen a gap there and thought, God, wouldn't it be nice if we had a weekly NFT space with a stargaze and someone who you know someone who had that uh, kind of that skill set you know to be able to to be able to work as a host like yourself i mean obviously um yeah it would be, be really cool i think we definitely need it need it in the space um to have that weekly weekly uh, nft space and i think the projects because now stargaze um has really settled itself in as a, as kind of the the central nft marketplace for all of cosmos it seems you know you've got kajira Kajira don't have an NFT marketplace as such right now. Not as such, they just don't. So, I mean, they're minting Kajira and NFTs, and I think Kuji. There's another. Oh yeah, Plucky Penguins, which is a, which is being marketed as a Kujira NFT uh, mint, um, but it's actually minting on Stargaze. So they're kind of using their marketplace as a Kujira NFT marketplace as a third party marketplace. And I'm seeing that as a trend, and I think you know. Given that, and given the recent price action of stars, yeah, why not? I mean, it could be could be beneficial. I think it'd be massively beneficial. You've got a lot of contacts throughout the space, throughout the cosmos. You know, you've got a lot of contacts on Terra um, and uh, the old, Ter- you know, the old Terra guys, and which most of them are now on Kajira. And I think, yeah, it could be really cool. But anyway, I'll have a chat with them. We'll see, see what they say. They might say no, <laughs> but that's it's worth asking. I think you know, why not? No, I really appreciate that. And I think as well, thinking about it, I've got quite a few um, uh, Stargaze uh, NFTs and been involved in quite a few communities there. Obviously, a number that went across from from Terra and uh, and beyond. So, yeah, I think that's, that's, that, that would be quite exciting if they say no, they say no. Um, yeah. There's no harm, no harm in asking. And, and if it is um, a genuine gap, dare I say I'm the third usage of the word space in a different context if there's a space for a spaces mm. within 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 stargaze then yeah I'd be more than happy to do that I think that'd be really interesting because I think for me what I like about stargaze is it very much for me and I may be wrong on this was the first chain to really launch exclusively with an nft led um, uh, approach it was it was it was Here's a marketplace. We're going to launch a lot of collections on here. They're going to be low, low cost, easy, easy access, easy entry. A very nice um, UI as well with the Stargaze, Stargaze marketplace. And um, yeah, I mean, I think Jim into one of the very first collections on there. I'm struggling to remember now what it was. It was. Um, I know the the uh, Space State Society moved across because they, I think, originally were going to launch on Terra before. What we know happened, happened. Um, mm-hmm. They were one of the early ones. But I think there were a couple of others. And then you had some really big successes in there, like Bad Kids Art and so on. And obviously the guys from the uh, Space Skellies. AI-led, yeah, PS Labs, they, they mm. moved quite early from from the terror collapse to do some really cool um yeah humans yeah. aliens yeah some re- really nice collections i've also got i think much a bit more recently space skelly's launched on there again another yeah. um 
kind of ex-terra foundation you know project if you like um probably foundation is not the right word but i think you know what i mean the and the origin started there and there were quite a lot of others and um i think i have if i go through my list i've got yeah quite a few nfts from different ones that i've been involved in and um have a little look actually um whilst mm. we're on here um and what i was thinking as well is because we've not had and again it's probably due to the glitches at the start um don't propose you know we make it a long spaces but it's great that you've been able to join and it will get onwards shared and finn always um uh, collects the space re spaces recordings after sending this one because obviously it'll go to my first spaces it lasts about 30 seconds and consists completely of dead air so i just couldn't connect um but i'm just going on to stargaze now um mm. what i did mention actually at the very start of this which is probably just worth mentioning to your good self was i had um a nice discussion a few few weeks ago so i was struggling to buy kuji um and i was a bit, bit gutted so i was going to buy it at about 90 something cents and then when i finally worked out how to do the various cross-chain uh transfers I, I picked it up about 130 no not a huge bag by any stretch no no not not um not massive but it is very very heartening to see the growth there and obviously it's, it's grown significantly significantly uh since the lows um, but yeah, I'm re really liking the story there. There's definitely a lot of, as you say, ex-terror folks in that in that world. And I actually love the uh, the way um, the various Cosmos wallet addresses link as well. I think it's a it's a, it's a neat mm. system. So I'm just looking space skellies, um, yeah, PS labs, the various labs that they did. I've got lots of those. Uh, space doodles was one. Stargaze Citizens, that's the one I was trying to think of. That was that was quite a cool. Oh, and of course the wrecked bulls have just moved across from Juno. They did their their escape plan. Uh Badder Apes, which was a really amusingly bad art project. Uh I'm just looking through yeah, the space apes. Uh and of course Hero did actually push some of their um uh in fact I bought a Kajira hero uh, as part of that collection so yeah yeah there's there's um there's, there's lots more besides many more collections besides but um yeah just looking through the ones that i've got so yeah stargaze is, is a cool chain and uh, one that almost i think took up the mantle um after the terror collapse of trying to be you know a, a kind of top place for nfts obviously quite sad that there were some false starts on some of the other chains, and I won't say because I don't want to be seen as being dismissive or rude to any of them. So that's certainly not never the case. But uh, but I think Stargaze has really established itself as a premium um, place for um, projects large and small to launch, which I think is really quite uh, quite nice to see. So yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, appreciate your your kind um, help there, and see where it goes. And if it doesn't, um, there's nothing to to stop us building our own momentum as well, uh, which which is obviously nice and and uh, something that uh, we've we've all done before, uh, and we'll be redoing again. And Sparrow, great to see you on here. I did have a number of technical issues. The space literally wouldn't start. Reminded me of an old car that I had in the uh, early 1990s in the winter. You had to pull the choke out of it, showing my age a little bit there. And um, yeah, unfortunately, this, the space just literally would not let me in. So, and I tried again, second time again. Don't flood the engine. I remember my dad used to say to me with a car, uh, and the second space didn't work. But it was third time lucky. So this one here, which really should have been a much more, um, yeah, 
on time and larger space didn't quite <laughs> didn't quite get going. But um, Bobbles and myself have had an excellent um, discussion for uh, a good few minutes, um, actually talking around the subject of bringing in more spaces around the 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 um, kind of NFT project community. So uh, yeah. Um, uh, by all means, if you want to step forward, you're most welcome indeed. I think the intention is probably that this one is um, certainly the most intimate space that I've had. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. But um, for anyone listening back later, uh, I will continue doing these each each Monday. And who knows, perhaps by the time this next the next one uh, takes place next Monday, we, we may have some more things to talk about in terms of uh, Stargaze and other projects. Um, I think even though it's only a small space, I will kind of do my usual kind of market question. I know obviously we've already kind of covered that last week, but that sense of um, week by week confidence. Personally, I think the market confidence has gone up over the last week. I have no way of actually analyzing that. It's more of a an awareness of, 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 of the buzz and also a lot more of these, um, how can I put it politely, um, the, the, the uh, ex posts that come up that promote, promote possibly um, projects of the past, shall we say, coins of the past, um, and it's and, and the, how they are talking about there. We've got the inside track to pump this coin by X percent in the next 24 hours, which instantly makes me think, oh, hang on a minute, that is uh, that is absolutely what we what we saw, what I call the mania phase of the last bull market, where you could put a um, a dead pig coin together and someone would buy it so i don't know we're not there we're not remotely there yet but i just have a feeling that things are starting to come together um in the market so uh, bubbles i'll throw it over to you my friend it's all good you laugh actually and i'm chuckling to myself because i'm thinking yeah i'm still waiting for my pepe rocks to blow up (laughs) yeah I'm, I'm that guy. So I know exactly what you mean. You know, you start getting the waves of, uh, you know, these uh, obscure type of NFTs and these obscure type of coins. I think I bought into one a little while back. And I don't I don't generally buy meme coins. It's not my thing. Um, uh, having said that, I did make once an extremely good return on a meme token um, because they had some kind of substance to it as well. It wasn't just spun up and uh, and had, uh, you know, a load of uh, a load of memes and a load of nonsense being posted they actually had some goals put in place and some kind of a loose roadmap and it was called uh, it was called Floki and it was back in 2019 I think it was and uh, I spotted it and started following it a bit and I, everyone had just had a lot of excitement I missed, I missed the Shiba Inu thing um and I had actually missed missed Doge as well, and my, I could kick myself because my I'm the crypto guy, you know. It, it's kind of what I do and what I've done for almost a decade. And my wife is, um, yeah, she she kind of realizes that it's you know it's it's a passion thing as well as a thing that i do for you know income you know i'm not i'm not i'm not not, uh, shy to admit that that uh, you know we're all looking to earn a bit of money here and there and uh, and if i if i can through through my investments in the crypto space then you know what a bonus but it was her that actually pointed out doge and said to me oh look at that you know why don't you buy why don't you buy that simply because i think it had a cute dog on the on the uh, picture and uh, and i was like oh Oh God, you know, I'm not buying that rubbish. You know, uh, you know, you know. I I spend days, I spend days and days and days researching, uh, you know, um, proper 
crypto projects with actual fundamentals. Um, and, and trust me, that's where you want to be putting your money. And of course, all of those coins with these so-called fundamentals that I backed are pretty much underwater these days. And Toge just, <laughs> I think I cal- calculated it once and I, and, I, and I never look and I, I will probably never do it again. Because if I'd put like a thousand dollars into it at that point, and I was kind, that was kind of my investment uh, benchmark was between between you know it was I would say five hundred to a thousand dollars, thousand dollars on a strong project that I'd researched thoroughly, felt very confident about, and and I, that was kind of a level that I was feeling comfortable with at that time back in those days, and uh, and if it was a fringe project and uh, perhaps the research wasn't so deep and it was more of a punt, then perhaps around the five hundred mark, and if I had to put the thousand dollars or even the 500, I would have had something like, you know, $64 million or something insane. It was, you know, it was, it was a lot. So, yeah, I have to, uh, I kind of take that one on the chin a little bit, you know. That was her suggestion. And, uh, of course, me, the crypto expert, decided that, no, no, I didn't want to touch that. But, oh, well, funny thing. It is. I mean, I remember getting some Doge a long, 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 long time ago. They used to basically almost give it away in faucets and so on. And you'd end up with you know, quite large amounts of it for you know, buttons. You look at the entire holding worth was, was, was cents. And then, um, I mean, I long since um, got rid of mine. And I remember getting, I think I may have made maybe a couple of hundred dollars out of what I sold from thin air to two hundred dollars, shall we say? But if I left that said two hundred dollars, it probably would have been about two twenty to thirty thousand dollars for just bits of shrapnel, if you like, for want of a better expression. And there's loads of other coins like that where, you know, like you have bought them on a use case basis, and then they've never taken off. I really liked RSR. I thought that was a very um, clever concept for helping uh, countries with high inflation. Um, uh, to allow people to kind of basically transfer and, and protect their wealth uh, or, or even just meager savings to be candid. And um, it just, it never seemed to hit the, hit the heights. I actually looked, I still have some, uh, it's worth nothing. And I think it's about a quarter of a cent per um, RSR coin, if you like. And uh, I think at its height, it was up to 11 or 12 cents. And it never really hit the heights. And there's an expectation it would have got a lot further. But um, we all know that these some of these uh, just never quite work. Interestingly, it's about Floki. I actually had a few few of those as well. Um, and it was, uh, it was a meme with a bit of substance. I don't know what it's doing now. I don't know if it's still even a thing. But um, yeah, I mean, that's what strong. I found myself. Oh, right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because that's that's what I love about some of these things. Some of you look back and you go, I think this was one, oh, what's it called now? Something something onion that I had in about 2017. And it was supposed to be a uh, kind of revolutionary ICO. And it's, it's yeah, it's rugged. There's, there's tons like that when you go back to uh, uh, the 2016-17 market that obviously bit the dust in 2018. Um, but uh, but we'll, we'll see. There, there, there's some some do come back from the dead, but uh, other ones never went away. But yeah, the 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 um, the uh, Shiba Inu coin. Um, it's interesting that people still get excited because it's obviously worth fractions of a cent. What they don't realise is it's got such a massive massive market cap. It would need to be probably up to the level of the money supply of the world to to ever get to some of the get to a dollar type merchants expect it to do, which always makes me smile. But that's about understanding tokenomics um, and total market value as well, which uh, 
people don't always do instead they look at a coin and go oh it's you can get you know a million of these for for ten dollars yeah but the thing is look at what the total market capitalization is don't worry about the individual fractional unit price that's what you need to look at um so it's always it's always an interesting conversation i find with people yeah. <laughs> but there you go I, I, it's it's funny you say that as well, because I remember and I totally agree with you on that point that I remember back in 2017, early 2017 was the year of the ICO and investing in all of these various ICOs and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, get rich quick tokens in a sense. A couple of them paid off. I remember investing in one, I don't know, 17 or 18. I invested in Chili's, which was the sports, um, you know, football uh, football club official official sports token of uh, official clubs and uh, you know grand prix teams and even the ufc they they and they genuinely did partner with these clubs and they genuinely had these um signed contracts uh, uh you know web2 based legally signed agreed contracts with these massive clubs and for some reason at that time when i was investing in it and going in and buying these tokens at what they were calling ico it was flying under the radar and you know so I, I did really well off of that because we were so early and obviously you know, like everything all, all good things come to an end and uh, they they uh, they realized very very quickly that they needed to put some caps on the, on the investments because it was it was it was a cash machine you know you just knew that oh we partnered with ace i remember they partnered with ac milan we've we partnered with ac milan um we're issuing you know just just off the top of my head it's probably not correct but we're issuing 500,000 tokens we partnered with ac milan and uh, there was no cap on what you could it was a first come first serve and no cap on what you could could invest so you know you could literally put you know ten twenty thousand dollars in there and i think they were they were selling the tokens for it was a dollar a dollar a token or something like it was very very low and you know it was first come first serve and, uh, and that, the interest was so low and i remember I remember hovering over the button, you know, on the ICO button, hovering over the kind of, you know, right, ICOs, and there's a countdown timer. It's about to go live. And then as soon as it went live, I'm like trying to, you know, hit the buy button, hit the buy, but transaction isn't going. It's not being sent. It's not being sent. Suddenly it would go through. And, uh, you know, you've got your allocation. And then you're looking and the progress bar on the counter is still going. There's still time for like, is this for real? Like they, oh, those early days of Chili's, we were printing money with that, but it was unbelievable. But then of course, you know, it gives you false confidence and everything else. And you take your, you know, your gains to other projects thinking this ICO stuff is amazing. And then you start putting it into all kinds of ICOs. And of course, you know, 95% and probably not more, 99% of them were rugs and just complete scams and didn't work out. But, you know, there were the exceptions and, and that was definitely definitely one of the exceptions but but i remember also if you remember because you it was an interesting thing you said you said um what people don't realize is like for that coin to go up to a dollar it would need to be you know the the value of all of the money in the on, on the entire planet and i remember in 2016 buying xrp and everyone saying the same thing and being like I think I picked it up at like two cents and everyone was saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, and there was the XRP army and they were saying, you know, this coin's going to go to $10. Watch this space. This coin is going to go to, you know, $20, $100. And there were some ridiculous, you know, things like $100. And you look at the supply, you're trying to explain to people that that's not possible and people get carried away. But one thing I would say, who knew? Because I remember 
like even people saying, you know, oh, if we hit three dollars and people are going, oh, don't be ridiculous. If this coin goes past two dollars, that will make the top two people in that company the richest men in the world overnight. Come on. You know, that guy there, whoever his name is, he's going to be richer than bloody Bill Gates in 24 hours. Oh, come on, don't be silly. And of course, it went to $3.60. And that guy, in fact, did become the richest man in the world overnight. So, you know, we, anything's possible, I guess, in crypto, right? Absolutely. And it's the key for me, though, is whether it's sustainable. So if you imagine to take that guy and you're right, yeah, they did do very well. But actually to liquidate your position is, is that's the way you, you actually say, I am now the richest person in the world. But if, you, if they went to sell that holding at that point, they would absolutely just crash the market. So it's an interesting balance. But I think to your point with Chili's, I do remember that as a coin. I've just I've just looked at a project. I've just looked at one of the ones that I had. So it was bugging me. It was Oyster Pearl, if you remember them. They they were tipped to be the next big thing. And they turned out to be a bit of a, 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 a scandal around it. Uh, there were quite a few other ones as well around. Um, probably one of the ones that I always thought would, would hit the stratosphere, but never quite has, is Litecoin, the principle behind it. It uh, yeah, was one of the early Bitcoin forks with a limited supply, potentially you know, significant use cases, and it had quite a charismatic supporter behind it. We are talking quite a long time ago now, really. I mean, this is this was kind of emerging in what maybe 2014, 2015, something like that, uh, and and it really did look like quite an exciting low cost route into almost silver to Bitcoin's gold, but. Yes, it's still absolutely there. And it's, I think I've just, I looked yesterday, it was about 60 something dollars a coin, but it's never hit those, those bigger heights. You know, people were saying, well, if Bitcoin is a thousand dollars, Litecoin really should be a hundred, et cetera, and all that kind of principle about behind it. But it never has followed. It's never followed Big Brother. Um, it's always kind of, um, you know, not insignificant. I'll repeat that because people sort of say, oh, it's a fail. Well, no, it's still got quite a substantial, uh, market cap behind it but it's never hit those bigger heights but yeah it's interesting looking at some of these old uh, coins i mean most of them have long since gone to uh, rugs of various sorts but uh uh yeah i mean ripple's one that's kind of gone through the, through the doldrums and, and emerged back out again but um yeah i think uh, there's lots of things to be said for uh just using some basic uh, market principles around some of the things that are invested in. But no, I love your Chili story. It's fantastic. Yeah, the, the glory days of crypto, I often I often refer to it as because, uh, you know, it just seemed like uh, everything that we touched was turning to gold, you know, and, until it wasn't. <laughs> one of those things but yeah I, I remember litecoin it was my it was my um litecoin was my coin after bitcoin bitcoin was the first ever token that i first ever coin that i bought in i'm gonna say mid it was 2013 i can't recall if it was mid or late um but the coin was uh, the bitcoin at the time was a hundred bucks and uh, my wife and i were building our first business in fact we launched the company in 2012 and so we were a year into it and we were all in, I mean, all into the point of selling the shirt on our own backs, you know, like we, we had everything into the, into the early stages of this business, sold all, sold all the assets, all the unnecessary, um, you know, luxury items, any cars that were on, uh, you know, not, not uh, practical scaling everything down, you know, to just really force all of our capital into this new, new dream, new startup. And I remember approaching my wife because a programmer who was working for me at the time, he came, he, we, I was eating, a, eating my lunch 
and he came up to me and he said like uh, oh um there's this thing and uh it's like a digital money and i think it might be something you know and uh could be like really interesting i i would i would if i was you i would really look into maybe picking up a couple so i was like oh so you can just buy it is it like was it like paypal or like we, I, think we were, I was like i didn't get it but i but then he explained a little bit and i was like oh, okay it sounds interesting I'm not going to say I was a genius and went and read the white paper and had an epiphany because I didn't. I just uh, believed the guy and thought, what will it hurt? But I remember going to my wife and explaining it, explaining it to her and saying, look, you know, Camille, who's the guy's, the guy's name who was working for me, this programmer, had, has advised me that I should buy this magic internet money. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, are you well, I won't say what she said, the actual, it's the actual word, but it was along the lines of, are you freaking kidding me? Whether it's like, you want to buy how many? And I was like, well, we could, you know, I was thinking maybe eight or nine, maybe, you know, she's like, that's like $800. Like, do you realize how like invested we are in the business at this stage? Like we don't, we're like, we're all in there. We don't have $800 to go and buy magic internet money. Like, are you, like, you're, you're losing your mind, <laughs> it's like, you know? And uh, yeah, that was the story. But I, I, I went kind of, uh, kind of not necessarily behind her back, but I, but I didn't buy eight. I think I bought like four or five, you know, on, on the quiet for a hundred bucks a piece then. But yeah, what a, what a journey it was to buy them as well. What a mission. It was nothing like it is today in terms of it being the wild west. But I, I remember Litecoin being, Litecoin coin being uh, one of the coins after, almost immediately after I acquired Bitcoin, it was one of the coins that I showed an interest in, was interested in because I started getting interested in mining. So I was like, oh, okay, so you can mine this stuff. And Litecoin at that time was like you said, quite rightly. So it was pegged to become really big, really, really big in those days. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember, you know, the early days of, of the kind of the, the, the Litecoin growth and the, and the, the story behind it, and I think I think the problem was the the university commerce founder. So I'm always a bit sort of uh, careful about how, how these things are said because the idea is it's supposed to be decentralised, but almost a figurehead in the same way Do Kwan was for uh, Terra, and, and there's been many others over the years for various different coins uh, and, and ecosystems to bring our earlier uh, phrase back. Uh, but for me. Uh, the the issue is if it becomes uh, what was his name now Dr Lee or something like that I think the guy who was have to look it up but he he basically kind of turned turned his back on and said oh I've just sold all of my Litecoin and then overnight it just went boom or bust rather um, but it has recovered um, I'm just gonna have a look There's, uh Charlie Lee, that's him. That's him. Yeah. So he basically, yeah, he was kind of yeah, the creator of this kind of you know Bitcoin's little brother, for want of a better description. But um, yeah, so so obviously once he kind of stepped back, said, "Oh yeah, I want everyone to own this," so I've kind of sold all of mine. He went, "What?" <laughs> he had the inverse effect of what he thought it might do. He said, oh, come decentralizing. I've kind of sold all mine. Well, you'd be you're bailing out your project. So, so it, it kind of had that. It had that negative um, impact that Satoshi never could because no one ever really knew who he was. But uh, which is always you know, one of life's great mysteries. I'm sure one day someone. There's lots of people have claims it's uh, Craig Wright and various others have said, oh yes, yeah, me. It's kind of me, but it's not me. But we pretend it's not me. But it might be me because I get a bit of like PR out of it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, see if anyone ever comes forward with that one. But that's what I think makes Bitcoin so so intriguing is it's kind of kind of 
technical engineering coder origins and a bit of mystique around it as well. It's incredible though. If you think about how many thousands of different coins, projects and ideas have come and gone since Bitcoin. And yet there it is. The old the old the old man sort of still continues to be the, the the bellwether. And I think it's purely and simply because there's such a limited number of them available. Um and certainly uh when I look back myself to some of my own past um, holdings of it um, and some wallets I indeed lost back in the day. Um, however, many of the total supply of the 21 million, um, obviously with the massive star that they yet to be mined, uh, a good portion of that, there's a lot of them will never be um, unlocked. Um, I still, I'm still skeptical about the guy who said he threw his hardware drive away and it's somewhere in a Welsh uh, <laughs> tip site. It just seems almost kind of fanciful as a story. Can you imagine? Oh yeah, that hard drive that I threw away because I thought I wouldn't need it. Oh shit, it's now worth like hundreds of millions. It just seems a bit implausible, but there you go. That's just the skeptic in me. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a great test. We have rambled in quite a number of directions for what has been quite a small space. But um, yeah, where, where am I leading to? Because I'll probably wrap up in a minute. Uh, I, I guess in terms of this next market, yeah, we're, we're both you know, very battle-hardened. I love your story about your, your business startup and your, your wife's approach. I can relate. I remember, as I say, having conversations with a colleague of mine. I was, I was working for a business overseas at the time. Um, one of my colleagues talked to me about Bitcoin, and we both thought, yeah, I want to buy some. Could we work out how to buy it? Hmm, we struggled massively. You have to do what? And how do I get any form of money across to here? And that's kind of when I discovered some of the early faucets and so on. And uh, people laugh now when I say this. There were faucets that were giving out, you know, one-tenth of a Bitcoin. And, you know, you thought, time oh, it's not really worth anything. It's a bit of fun. So you didn't really take it seriously. You didn't really protect or make sure you'd save that information. So I did actually yeah, um, collect quite a bit of Bitcoin in the very early days because it was all about adoption. Hey, you know, go and buy your pizza for 10,000. I wasn't quite that early, I must admit. But I did have, you know, quite a few and uh, and then lost them because I had them on an old machine and didn't really take full care of it. So I don't think at the time, you know, hand on heart, I thought it would ever really be worth anything, if that makes sense. You know, it was worth, it was worth cents. And you go, oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of dollars worth now. You think if I kept all of that couple of dollars, it was worth a hell of a lot more than that now. But it is what it is. And um, and like yourself, you know, the, the recriminations, it's just not worth it. Uh, lots of little stories I can share of, of, of things I, I did have uh, and let go. Uh, a friend of mine always laughs at me because of the, the farce of how is it that you managed to not get uh, on the winning side often enough? And I said, well, you kind of, yeah, I bought I bought some some of the tech shares for like voice over IP technology, um, for mobile banking and various others. I always bought I always back the wrong horse, but in the right race. So it was the race to the right new tech, but backing the wrong horse. So I would say I'm happy to talk about general trends. I would never I never now give people tips on individual companies, shares, ideas, concepts, or indeed coins, um, for that very reason. So there we go. Uh, great to uh, to see uh, 
am joining as well. We've had uh, a quite an interesting and varied spaces that uh, uh, Elon Elon initially initially wouldn't let me get started, but um, after a, a false start, we got into quite a uh, almost a nostalgia trip to projects and uh, initial coin offerings from uh, 2017. Bitcoin origins and how I guess you know we, we both started our crypto journeys. It's all been quite quite good fun space, actually. I have to say. Yeah, it's been really enjoyable. I have to say because there's not that that many people that you can kind of rest at reminisce with, um, you know, to that extent in the space. And um, and I think we shared a pretty similar journey. I mean. We definitely came into the space at a similar time, I guess, 2013, 14. And uh, we both, uh, you know, seem to have found BTC and we both seem to have subsequently lost that BTC because we were like, what is this thing anyway? I mean, who cares? It's just, yeah, I'm the first one to admit that I wasn't, I wasn't because a lot of people say, um, you know, what happened was uh, the white paper was put in front of me and I immediately knew this was going to be something incredible and world changing. And I'm like, shut up. There's like probably 1% of the people on the planet read the white paper and actually truly felt that and truly went out and withdrew their money from the bank and marched down and, and, and bought themselves BTC. I, I, I heard about it through a friend and I was like, ah, may as well, may as well pick up a few, see what happens. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's how I got started. But like you, I mean, in those days, and I don't know about you, but do you remember these, um, it was these pyramid schemes, which we didn't even know were pyramid schemes at the time. And there wasn't such a thing as a rug because the word rug wasn't being used, you know, in that, in that period of crypto investment. But I remember these, um, pyramid schemes where you locked your Bitcoin into a, into a protocol which we didn't even know was a protocol at the time. It was just a fancy UI to me that looked really cool. And I put my BTC in there and every day I watch numbers go up. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. And of course, the first couple of times I would withdraw the interest and then it gave me a really nice option to compound that interest, reinvest it. And by doing that, I would earn much, much more money. And then, of course, the big day comes to cash out that uh, that BTC. And of course, there there is no BTC and <laughs> the website doesn't work anymore. So, yeah, definitely went through uh, went through a couple of those. USI Tech was the last one. It was I would say it was my last big rug was a company called USI Tech back in 2017, where I um, I think I allocated about one and a half Bitcoin, and uh, yeah, and that uh, yeah, it it turned out not to be uh, w- not to be what it said on the label. It's a, it's a learning curve, and I, I think one that we yeah, you know, I guess it builds you, doesn't it? It builds you as a character and makes you into the person you are today. I'm sure it, it does me. I don't know about you. Definitely, you've just reminded me. I, I was um, staking on a coin that was going to change the world, and uh, I've just had a flashback. Um, I remember putting things into an interface. This is a long, 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 long time ago, and yeah, I've just had a flashback to one of my old laptops. There's probably some information on there. I'll have to go and have a look. It's probably absolutely dead as coins go. I can't remember the name of it now, but there's a really big excitement around it. I remember having to go through lots of loops and transfers to get that coin where it needed to be. And I couldn't even tell you where to even start for me to find that now. And it's probably long since dead and gone. And the website is probably long since dead and gone. But, you know, it's really, yeah, do you want to stake it? Do you want to, do you want to like, and you see the, the interest compounding. And let's be honest, we all saw it again. It's easy to say with hindsight. But when you look at the, the terror 
the rates of return that were coming through some of the protocols there, I was like, wow, this is this is rather more generous than a bank. Uh, and when you think back, um, you know, it wasn't Ponzi or Pyramid, but you certainly have to think about how things are backed or not. It's an interesting one. It really is. So you got, you got me. Yeah, it's good to reminisce on that. And yeah, like you, I mean, I, Christ, I've lost lots of... Uh, I call it opportunities rather than money, because uh, sometimes the amount you put in might be, you know, not insignificant, but it might not be life changing. It's the amount that you could have had if you'd actually not lost the assets or just been very casual about them. That's the bit that you think, oh, I guess at one stage I did have a seven-figure opportunity there, um, and. It's no longer it's no longer viable, and I've I've I've, I've had more rugs than I care to recall. But as you rightly said, long before there were cold rugs as well. But yeah, it's no, it's good it's good to reminisce because I think as well it does ground us. But here's the silly thing, I still always have that hopium and optimism, <laughs> even with all my many years of of exposure and experience to these things. That, that this the next one could be the big one, and it's not about greed or anything like that. It's yeah, you know, some of it is you know pure naive optimism that ah. Ah, they've got a really good solution. It's really going to change the world this time. Um, and um, I still believe that, you know, there's, there's lots of great tech. Kajira is a great example of, of building on some of those concepts and ideas that were born out of the, uh, the terror ecosystem. And look how they're thriving now. I genuinely think that is going to be an absolute top 10 uh, coin slash uh, ecosystem project, whatever you want to call it, uh, that's going to be right up there. And there'll be people saying, oh, do you remember when Kajira was less than X? And they are looking at it as an absolutely massive um, protocol. So, yeah, that's one example. That's not, not financial advice, if anyone's listening or listening back later. But um, that's one that I genuinely think is going to be huge. I don't have a lot myself, but I, I love the story. And there's, there's, there's loads of others. I, I think the Cosmos ecosystem as well generally will bounce back well. Because think about in each of the cycles where you go from you know, bull to bear, it, you burn away probably 95 98% of projects, they're dead. They'll never come back. Those ones that survive those hard times have gone on in the next cycle to strengthen. Yeah, look at look at um, ETH and its, and its growth over time. Look at Bitcoin and its growth over time. And I think for some of the, the Cosmos chains and some of the excellent things that were developed over the last three or four years, they've weathered that storm in this bear market. They are going to be so, so strong, so, so robust. And I think we'll see some massive growth and, and, and um, really quite surprising numbers coming out of not all, but quite a number of those, those uh, projects and concepts. And the other thing that I think I'll, I'll close on, because I'm conscious of the time, is on the NFT space, this market is incredibly early, early, early stage. It's incredibly immature. Uh, it's come through, and, and quite a number of NFT projects have survived very well. Uh, what has been a very tough market. I think the true value creators will emerge in the next cycle, and I think we'll see far more wide-ranging use cases for NFTs, not least um, kind of gated opportunities for real-world adoption. You know, in the art space, uh, music space, and so on, ticketing. Um, 
uh, unique um, protection of IDs and assets. There's lots of clever things going to come out of this next cycle. And I love it because it just keeps building cycle on cycle. If you cast your mind back to the clunky, painful experiences of 2013-14, the collapse of Mount Knox and um, and the, the kind of subsequent uh, questions that regulators had at that time. But at each stage, you see a further stage of growth, a further stage of adoption, and a further stage of very cool technology that overlays it. And also, you get a lot more um, uh, people coming in who are adopting it because, again, you know, we're still at the early stages of how many people in the world are actually involved in the crypto space. And until we get major adoption, we're always going to have that it's going to feel like a small and special club. Um, it will get there and it will become widespread. And that, that, will, that will mainly, in my opinion, come through uh, the kind of wrappers, um, the on-ramps and the off-ramps being so smooth that someone doesn't actually realize that they're dealing with the kind of crypto space behind the scenes. So there we go. Uh, a bit of a monologue ramble at the end, <laughs> end of a long day and of a, of a challenging space in terms of getting it started. But, um, but no, it's been an absolute um, uh, pleasure, Coleman. It always is. Um, and, and once again, we've had a very wide-ranging discussion. Yeah, it's been great, mate. It's been really nice to reminisce. And uh, it's, it's, you know what, coming out of a space on Polygon with, a, you know, a lot of people in it and stuff, sometimes it's nice, isn't it? Sometimes there's there's a couple of people you can just relax. You, you know, there's no shill involved. Right? And we can just, just talk about our experiences and share a little bit of our knowledge and, you know, things that have happened to us. And uh, surely that's what this is about as well. You know, every now and again, we need opportunities like this to, for me, this has been downtime. This is like I'm operating at 100 miles an hour every day all day and like to get this opportunity just to chill with you just to share a little bit of our experience and stuff it's been awesome mate really enjoyed it really enjoyed it likewise likewise and i know with these i never quite know the direction the space is going to go in and we kind of had a similar space um last week as well sometimes the spaces will, will get into individual projects or there'll be a real deep dive into something that's current other times yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into yeah the history, and this, this is probably the the deepest one I've done history-wise for some considerable time. But I do know there are a lot of heavy pieces of work underway, and obviously we have some good conversations about some of your other projects as well. So it's great that you're able to relax and uh, have that kind of chill time, and and I myself as well. Obviously, lots of things going on in my life outside of this so it is nice to have these uh, these chilled spaces and again obviously the, the the conversation we had earlier on who knows maybe there'll be some more chilled spaces where i can help out um yeah different uh, different areas and different chains but uh, absolute pleasure and obviously the 17th is not that far away i'm sure we'll do another um catch up before the uh, the big mint day so that's actually going to be coming up uh, in fact, not long. Crikey, it's six today, isn't it? So yeah, well, we're not talking long at all. So I'm sure we'll, we'll speak again on that subject. And also next week, hopefully Elon won't rug me for, for my nine o'clock start. It won't take me 25 minutes to get it restarted and going. Uh, but no, but for the time we've had, thank you ever so much for joining. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first company. First serve mentality 
stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.